off to the hand. Oh, what's in the box? This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. But... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Explosive Hammer Movie Podcast, episode 053. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy, as always joined by my co-host, Brian. Brian, how are you this week? I'm fanatic this week. Feeling fanatic. Oh, fanatic. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Fanatic, like as a fan of something? Yeah, like because we're, yeah, we're the fans of everything this week. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah. We're the screaming fans. (laughs) The crowd goes wild. Um, Oh, at Explosive Pod. That is the Twitter feed where you can keep up with all the episodes and all of the good stuff. Um, Fan. Brian brought up fans. Uh, Not a lot of fans in the stands. And that's kind of the reason for our theme for today's episode, which is sports. Cue the baseball bat. Cue the uh, the baseball <laughs> organ music. Cue the Bud Light commercial. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Like and yeah. twins. And twins, yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, cue all of that stuff because we're talking all about sports. Um, all of our main screen stuff will be about sports. We've got some other um, cool stuff to rapid fire because... There have been some new releases. Like, movies are still coming out. Yeah, uh, they are. Or at least going digital. Right. Uh, yeah. So, anyways. Um, the fan... Okay. I want to I talk a little bit about sports, but, like, there's really just, like, one thing that I want to get your take on. I know it's kind of... It's not really movies, but, like, this is just kind of where we, you know... So, um, Tom Brady... I work with a lot of Tom Brady fans, <laughs> and I feel like I honestly I just want your opinion, and and I'll talk about it too because I want to look back at this episode and be like, we were right. <laughs> so okay, Tom Brady, like overall Tampa Bay, do you think that they are gonna do well, or do you think it's gonna be a couple years till they do well, or do you think this is just gonna be like a weird downfall and things are gonna just fall apart at the seams for everybody? I definitely think they're going to do good, because I think Tom's still good, and I think the team's roster is actually already pretty good. They just needed, like, a quarterback consistent that yeah. wasn't throwing, like, 50 interceptions every year like Jameis was. But So I think I think adding Tom to that roster, along with Gronkowski, which is just ridiculous, that happened. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so uh, strange. It is. Yeah, I actually, I think they'll... I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, like, 12 wins, maybe, out of Tampa Bay. Probably not winning the Super Bowl, but yeah. yeah. 12 wins. I feel like that's pretty fair. I think you'll see like some growing pains for sure, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, definitely. I think they'll do well. And then what do you think like for the Pats? That's a whole nother story. I th- you know, Belichick's Belichick, but like, right. Who, yeah. Who do they beyond, even beyond their quarterback? I don't know. Like Tom, like you need to have a quarterback like a Brady, a Rodgers, a Breeze to make a roster like that. Good. Yeah. I feel es- like, especially so. like, I mean, I, I'm under the assumption that, that he also had a huge play in how everything ran on that team. Like, I've never seen a dynamic, like, where the quarterback, I feel like, is so involved with the team as a whole. Right. And how things are being run. So, I kind of feel like, same thing with them. Like, I still think that they'll do well. I think that they have, um, like, some fresh players that they should hang on to, and then it'll be, like, really good prospects. But I think they'll also have a lot of growing pains more than tampa bay for sure more than tampa bay yeah if, if belichick's able to just put another quarterback in there and they win 13 games 12 games whatever yeah. like i'll like i'll bow down to belichick as as the god coach 
Yeah, I have like okay, so I work with two like hardcore Patriots fans, and they both agreed like just this morning that like first round playoffs they will be happy. Like oh yeah, you'd have to be that, and then that's it. After that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you'd be thrilled if after Tom Brady leaves your team, you're able to make the playoffs. That'd be awesome for them. But but also, I mean, like I hope they don't listen to the podcast. Whatever, I'm sure they don't. But like fuck. New England fans, you've had plenty of time. You know what I mean? Like, you've gotten all of your Super Bowls. Like, let somebody else win. Like, they don't They don't need to make the playoffs. Like, you know, sure, it'd be great if they did for their fans, but also, like, fuck their fans. Like, the, you know, as Browns fans, we... we I don't care if they do good, honestly. Like, I, I know that you're, you're just asking, like, do you think that I will? But, like, I kind of hope that they don't, I guess. No, is no, what no. I'm this saying. is good. I want to clip this, <laughs> and I'm going to spark a bunch of outrage from Pats fans. But... It'll be a twist because then they'll start listening and they'll be like, you know, these guys, they're pretty sense, like, they're pretty logical guys. Right. <laughs> I don't agree with their, their football. Yeah. Movies, but yeah they know everything, everything other than what they said about the Patriots. Yeah. I, I like these guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, so sports, we've, it's been like a huge hole in, in everybody's, I, I don't I don't know, like heart feels like a weird word to yeah. throw in there. But seriously, like, people, like, ESPN like the Ocho like some of the stuff I've caught people watching that I'm just like come on man like I know that we don't have sports to watch but really you're gonna watch like old curling footage from like has there I know has there there been any spelling bees on or anything I don't don't know I've seen so many just like clips on Reddit but I can't remember like specifically what's been on I mean it's been like A to Z anything you could think of like they're putting it on there I bet that's funny. I yeah, people want their sports right now. And same, you know, like I didn't even think about this, but even um, people who are really big into, uh, I guess, like X Games type stuff, like that. I didn't know that I work with people who watch, um, like motocross and stuff like that, and they're like, "This fucking sucks." I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah." I guess that that's also something not really happening <laughs> that I hadn't thought about. Right? Yeah, I don't really know when these things. I get. Are they like? I don't know, like when these things are in season. You know, like when NASCAR is in season. No. So I don't... Uh, well, okay. I know. I know that NASCAR is usually like spring and wraps up like late summer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like it would be going on now then. Yeah, and I think I don't know if they've done any since. I think the last race was a like no fans. Uh, like they still did the race, but minimal people were there. Right. I I feel like NASCAR has got to be one of the easiest ways, like one of the easiest sports because of the, like literally everybody's in their car. The big thing is obviously the pit crews. Right. Yeah. I would have to worry about, but, and I I mean, that's a huge party. I don't think I do. They, can you do races without pit crews or like, I don't know, you limit the laps, whatever. Fuck if I know (laughs) really anything about NASCAR. But, like, you know, it's just like, even those sports, like every, you have to worry. There's contact in pretty much everything. Yeah. It's like, whatever. Yeah. But, okay, so hopefully we'll see these things come back, right? Like, eventually they'll be back, and that's exciting. But uh, we wanted to watch some sports movies to fill that gap until then. Um, Overall, like, what else have you been up to the last couple weeks? Still doing Um, good? Dude, fucking Halo 2 just came out. Uh, Oh, you're playing it? Like... Oh, yes. I, me and Eddie have been playing. Shout out to Eddie, who does not listen to this podcast. But we have been playing Childhood Friend, Childhood Game. We've been playing uh, lately. It is just, it's nostalgia. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. I remember playing Halo 2, like, four screen local. 
with you guys yes. like when we like first started <laughs> hanging out you guys showed me the um the jump what was the uh like the glitch jump on Zanzibar. There's like super jumps. Super jump. Yeah, yeah the super jump on Zanzibar. Your name was Cloud. Yeah. I can't remember anybody else's, but I remember that you went by <laughs> Cloud. Uh, yeah, that's so – okay, so it's fun. It's a good time. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is. Well, and so you get into ranked games because then it's fucking idiot, faggot, sucking Oh, yeah. I mean, it really yeah. – it's, it's, it's funny because like – it's the same things from when we played, but you just lower the octaves of the voice. Same, you know, same yeah. words, same toxicity yeah. all these years later. So, like, that part pisses me off, but it wouldn't be Halo without it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess that's pretty fair. Have, have say, you yeah. ever seen, um, like, the people who, like, the last logged in people on the Halo 2 servers, like, when it initially shut down... It, it's so strange like it, you, it's something that you really have to search but it was like people who left their xbox and i'm talking about like the like og xbox they left it <laughs> on with halo 2 like signed in connected on xbox live um the servers were like shutting down right and it's like the last what are they called <laughs> hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna get the research team on this they're called like the final 16 or something they were like recognized by microsoft for this but just they, for like they knew what they were doing, like, by, like, having, like, they were leaving their stuff on. Yeah, just yeah, until, like, they like, just, they left their stuff on. I don't even, I think that some of them were able to play, um, but then after a while, there was only, uh, like, one, a few people on, and it, this went on for, like, days, like, weeks, even. Really? Yeah, all right. Give me one sec here. Halo 2 last no left players online. While you're looking that up, Halo 2 was one of the three games that I got with my... Like, my dad gifted me an Xbox, and it was Halo 2, and Burnout, and Crimson Skies, but but Halo 2, of course. He basically went into the store, was like, along with this Xbox, what are the games I need to get? And I feel like at that, you know, somebody from across the store hurled Halo 2. Yeah. And probably at my dad's head, like, this for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Noble 14. Okay. The Noble, what a name. Yeah, the Noble 14. So this is the last days of Halo 2. At midnight on the night of April 15th, 2010, Microsoft ended its online Xbox Live service for Halo 2. Uh, yada, yada, yada. These are the players who continued to be connected. And then it has, like, the timeline. So April 15th is when they shut down. And then the last person to be booted was on May 11th. Wow, so just passed the anniversary. Yeah, so for almost ten year anniversary. For almost a month, this player left his Xbox connected online, like just sitting in the Halo Two service. That's that's crazy. Like, cause cause once you said the year, I didn't expect it to be like that's ten years ago now because it's twenty twenty, which is crazy. But to right. think like two thousand ten, people were had their Xbox on, like yeah, that's the, the yeah, exactly. That, that's like the other thing. That's like this would be a whole different world of Xbox Live. This is kind yeah. of funny that, like, some of them, it has them all by their gamer tags, right? But, like, some of them uh -huh. who dropped out are, like, one says exited to play Halo Reach. Um, another says April 29th, internet drop by another player. Power outage by two players. And then... Like, they're actually saying why they stopped. Yeah, like, why they stopped. And then the, the wow. last two are, like, booted. So that was the end of that. <laughs> do, do they do they have like a final the final two or the final one or whatever is there any like special recognition did they give him like a gold i'd give him like a golden xbox or something you know yeah, like, yeah. I, was Microsoft. I, I wonder i feel like they had to have gotten something because this is like a bungee like graphic that i'm looking at it's like all oh like, it's like it official super, yeah yeah it's super official they have a quote like 
uh, good job, Apache, uh, you're the last one. And that's a quote from, from the second to last person to get booed. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually awesome. So funny. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah. Oh, what a nostalgia trip. Got even the game, the Machinima, too. Huh? The Machinima as well. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, that, like, uh, what is that? Red versus Blue? That was, like... Red versus oh, Blue. Yeah, all of that stuff started. What a whole world, like... God, I've watched so much Red versus Blue. Yeah, that was that was the whole thing. It's still going on, which is insane. I know. I'm, that is crazy. <laughs> I haven't watched in a really long time. Like, season, like, nine? Which is, like, that's so much. And I think they're on, like, I don't know, six, 16 or 17 or something insane? Oh, my God. I don't even know. I Fuck, they, the last thing I remember they were doing, they were... Oh, God, there were clones, I think, and definitely time travel. I think oh, time yeah, travel they, was a they big went, thing, though. They went all over the place. Yeah, no, I can't even... I don't, the timeline was pretty fucky <laughs> by the time I stopped watching. Um. All right. So, main screen. There's a movie that I want to talk about because... We have both watched it for the first time. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, but like it's been on my watch list for like a, an extremely long time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Same. So it's pretty surprising. This is our first watch because it's like nine years old. Yeah, and I I want to throw this out at the beginning. I watched these like immediately after our last episode. So if there's anything I'm like foggy on or whatever, whatever, like I'll try and not be like a complete ass idiot, but um, <laughs> it's possible. Okay, and I, I smoke a lot of drugs, so if I forget anything, I, that's, that's my excuse. Fair enough. Um, okay, so, Moneyball, yes. 2011 uh, biographical sports drama directed by Bennett Miller, and I don't recognize Bennett Miller from anything else. I don't know if I should or not. Uh, Foxcatcher, that was also a cool movie. I don't know if you saw that. Okay, I, Foxcatcher is a depressing good movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, and kind of, it's like strange too. Oh like god, how much I, liked I it, mean, Steve Carell. Yeah, it, it's the fact, like the. I mean, it's a true. It's pretty much all true. Everything that happens in the movie, you know, including the end. So it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. But anyways, okay. So Moneyball yeah. is the story of uh, well, it stars Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill, and it's the story <laughs> of. Uh, a general manager for, um, wait, what's it? It's for the Yankees, right? Or it's, 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 hold on, hold on. Wait, who are we talking? No, 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 wait, who, sorry, I was, look, I was reading something. Who are we to the manager of the, Brad, Brad the uh, he's the manager of the, the athletics. Yes. Yeah. So anyways, it's basically, they're turning the tables on how a team is recruited and they bring this whole like mathematical nonsense into it about like just getting players on base as opposed to how players have been previously picked up by teams and whatever. So it's kind of like, um, uh, oh, actually this is really funny because I was watching the movie and thinking like, this is playing out like a like gambling type movie. This is like a like uh 21 or like a you know what i mean a movie where they're like where <laughs> and then literally i i don't think it's brad pitt I, there's another character who literally says like we're betting all the cards on the house or whatever like it's like we're playing all the cards yeah, we're yeah, betting on the right. house and i'm like holy shit um sabermet sabermetrics by the way is the word for the basically all that all the using statistics oh i didn't to, even i didn't to, realize that it, that it has a word yeah it's a pretty popular like baseball term um i don't see like i don't know how much it was used at like before this and stuff and then like 
the Wikipedia here says that the Red Sox won the World Series, like so, like famously, like Billy Bean turned down to work for the Red Sox or whatever, and uh-huh. became a manager, and like the Red Sox won the World Series later, a couple years later, after Oakland did all this stuff, and like Wiki says, like attrib- attributes their win to using sabermetrics, basically, you know, that Billy Bean like introduced. Uh-huh. I don't know, you know, how much he's like the pioneer of doing all this, but right. obviously, you know, the, the, this is based off a book that was written, so it was pretty important. Um, overall, I really, really liked this movie. Um, I, I knew I would, I, I wish that I had not watched this before draft day, but I'll talk about that later. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean it like over a two hour movie, like I feel like the pacing was done really well. Like it was, I, I, it was a slow movie, but it wasn't, it never felt so slow or like I was very interested in everything that was going on. For a movie that, mm-hmm. like, face value doesn't seem like something that would be that interesting. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Jonah yeah, Hill, I mean, like, I know he got praise, like, when the movie came out and everything. But, like, again, I was still surprised at, at, like, how different of a role it was for him and how, like, I don't know how much I liked his character. Yeah, this is, this is, this is like, pretty fat Jonah Hill, right? I don't know. Yeah, this is, yeah, this but... is big Jonah Hill. <laughs> yeah, this is big Jonah Hill. I think, like, having Brad Pitt and having Jonah Hill in these roles obviously helped a lot. But they had so much to work with, like you said. Like, it's just, like, it's a smart film, and I think that a lot of that has to do with the writers. Uh, Steve, do you know, Zalian? I, I don't know how to pronounce oh. his last name. Zalian? Yeah. But he's written, like, Schindler's List, uh, American Gangster, The Irishman, Gangs of New York, and then uh, Aaron Sorkin was the other writer for this movie. So I feel like just the writing is so smart that, yeah. you know, like it just, it just, it do, it flows well. You know, it doesn't, it's like, there's not action, obviously. Right. I mean, there's really not even, how much baseball do we even see? Like, <laughs> right. Hardly any. <laughs> but yeah, it's still, it's still very interesting. And also Chris Pratt, no idea he was Oh in yeah, that was probably the biggest surprise <laughs> of the movie. Chris Pratt comes out of nowhere. He looks so young. Yeah, I literally had to look it up because you because like I thought it was him. It's pretty obvious later, but when you first see him, he's sitting in the dark of yeah. his house. I literally paused it and just looked it up really quick. I was like, "Holy shit, that is Chris Pratt!" Yeah, and it made me feel old too because I, I was like, "Oh, he looks so young," and I was like, "Dude, he's not even mm-hmm. like it's not like he's old now." And I'm I'm already <laughs> at the point in my life where I'm like, oh, "He's so young." That I know that's true. That's oh, and Philip Seymour Hoffman, who I totally did not realize yeah. was in this movie. I had no idea. He's like the uh, the manager of the team, right? Like yeah. the actual on-field manager. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I um, really like this movie. I feel like um, you kind of hit what I was trying to say, which is like that it's really smart or written really smart. It was like the dumbest wording for saying that something was written smart. <laughs> but um, movies like, like this or like The Big Short or something where like you can take something <laughs> that could be extremely boring – uh, and with clever writing, you can make it really, really interesting. Yeah, yeah, per- that's that's very well said. Uh, the last thing I want to say, well, unless you have others to say, but the last thing I was going to say about it, it's kind of cool because we'll talk about, you, you already mentioned uh, Draft Day, which is like obviously very Cleveland-heavy, we'll talk about it, but it's kind of cool that in this one, he the very first place that he goes to to make a trade is Cleveland. I think the oh, only yeah. place he physically goes to, so you see a lot of Cleveland Indian stuff. Yeah. You know, literally, there's a, there's a shot where he's staring at the wall right I mean, yeah it's like a picture of an indian's player and then um it's also just kind of cool that that they obviously really did win 20 games in a row that season which is insane yeah uh and i and the indians i don't know if they have the streak now but you know they since have broken it with like a 21 or 22 i don't remember what the indian streak was but right. you know, only three years ago they had like a 22 game win streak so it's like 
It was just kind of cool seeing Cleveland connections in this movie. Yeah, definitely. That was a wild time. Oh, yeah. It was so fun. <laughs> but, yeah, really, really enjoyed the movie. Like, I, uh, if I see a movie like this that I think I'm going to be interested in the same way I was with Moneyball, I'm not going to skip it next time because, uh, <laughs> yeah, really enjoyed this one. Yeah. Um, do you want to take the next one? Uh, yeah, I'll talk about a movie that you've talked about before. And that's Uncle Drew. Um, so this is the Kyrie Irving movie. What, what did you say about it when you, like, I, I want to know first. I don't remember exactly how you felt about this movie. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of, like, I can't really remember specifics at all. I, I just, I remember not enjoying it. Okay. <laughs> I probably said yeah. that in more words, but like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, you're correct. It's like it's obviously like just like a promotion for Kyrie, right? I feel like the yeah. whole movie is just promoting. Yeah, Kyrie. it's so like it's so obvious. So, the movie isn't good, uh, and there, there's not much I'm gonna say about it. At, like the things I'm gonna say about it are mostly negative, um, but I'll start off with the positive things, which are that I. Like, other than Kyrie, who was fine, he wasn't bad. I was actually surprised, um, especially by Chris Webber as the preacher. Like, not a bad actor. Like, at oh, all, yeah. actually. <laughs> like, he uh, actually kind of killed it as the preacher. And then, like, Nate Robinson as the guy, old guy in the wheelchair until the end. I don't think he says a word, like, the whole movie. <laughs> but he, but he's still, like, kind of funny. I don't know. He kind of just, like, makes some expressions and just whatever. Yeah. Uh, but the, it's, it's just, it's exactly what you expect. There's, like, maybe a few parts where you laugh out loud, but, you know, uh, Reggie Miller's not that great, uh, Shaq is whatever, Lisa Leslie was a terrible actress, I thought, as the preacher's wife, to be yeah. honest. So, yeah, you're, okay, you're mentioning all these people, and this is, like, one of my biggest gripes, was, like, all of these, like, shoehorned cameos that, like, could be really cool to have, the, to include these players in this movie or whatever, but, like, when they all sucked, I, <laughs> I don't know, like... I just wish that there was, I don't know. Like, especially, like, Aaron Gordon, who who's, like, the main, like, star of the right. team. Casper or whatever, I think his name is. Yeah. He's, he's a terrible actor. Yeah. It just takes away. Like, it takes you out of the movie. Yeah. How stale he is. Yeah. Um, but then, what's his name? Lil Ray, Lil, what's his, he's got a kind of weird name. Uh, Lil Ray Howery. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Like, he's fine, because he's an actual actor, right? Comedian slash actor, I think. Yeah. And, like, uh, Tiffany Haddish is pretty funny. Nick Kroll's nick kroll playing like a character from the kroll show basically but still pretty funny yeah (laughs) um but like at some i just don't remember at some point the it's it was a dance scene they get everybody together and they go to like a club right i think Uh and then i for the next 20 minutes i don't remember what happened because i was on my phone i was just so bored like it (laughs) was such a boring movie really yeah yeah i feel like just i feel like there is an audience for right, this type of yeah th- there is an audience uh it ain't me <laughs> yep I, I was gonna say like if you know you're a basketball fan if you're an uncle drew fan if you're a Kyrie fan like i think you'll like this movie yeah but it's just not like it's just not good yeah so, yeah anyway um so coming up that, next in the draft and yeah there yeah another <laughs> bad movie and this is one that you talked about, right? So draft day, yeah, twenty fourteen sports movie about the Browns, Kevin Costner, um, 
And I spent like probably just as much time as I did watching the movie trying to find the episode where you talked about it because I was like, <laughs> I, I rem- you did not like this movie. Is that right? No, it's not good. But did I was, what I wanted to find out is, did you tell me to watch it? Cause I'm, I'm sure you did it. I, you know, it would make sense. Probably. Like, yeah, it's Cleveland related, but right. Um, I why are you mad at me? No, no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> mad at you. But I thought like that there. I had doubts. I was like, even though it is so Browns heavy, like I feel like there's a chance that he probably told me to just never watch this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I might have because it's it is really bad. But I feel like yeah, just because Browns. Yeah. So and I I watched Moneyball and like it was either the same day or the very next day watched Draft oh. Day and I totally wish I had flip flopped that because I was like. Oh, this is gonna be cool. Like, I got really into Moneyball, and you know, you're seeing all right. these like things happen, deals, like you know, players, little, like, you know, whatever. And uh, and then I start draft day, and I want to say this really quick before I continue to shit on this movie. The last like forty forty five minutes, I I somewhat enjoyed. Like once you actually get to the draft, like yeah, it's it's a little enjoyable. Um, but back to the shitting on, uh, everything else before that is, it's just like, it's so slow and it's so lame. Like, it's just lame. It is. Lame's a good word. I'm glad that you compared the movies. Like I'm actually, it's kind of nice that you watch them so close together <laughs> I know. because before, before we started recording, I, I was going to like say, or like ask you, do you not feel like draft day is like the bro version of Moneyball, like the dumbed down sort of like give me this play like the hot-handed like watch me do these deals on the phone you know like yes. Moneyball's got the smart writing that you're just enjoying and but this movie is all kind of forced like right in your face you know like it's heavy-handed like it's just like and, and if you know anything about football you know that the deals that he makes on draft day are just like stupid and wouldn't ever be done by any logical person in the history of ever so yeah and okay there's other things like some of the calls being made, like uh, specifically, I can't remember which player he talks to, but I I know for a fact like that it was meant to be like this like cool scene or whatever when he's like, how many sacks did he have? He had four sacks. Watch oh, the tape yeah. again. You know, like I don't know. It just it just felt so like hollow. Everything I feel like that's probably another <laughs> yeah. great word. Like tagline should be lame and hollow. Because like yeah, even that part I knew it was meant to be so like badass or whatever when he's like, watch the tape again. But I was like, this is just so lame. It's just there's nothing right. to this. It's just a, it's an empty movie and uh I don't know. I mean I avoided it for this long, even like, you know, being a huge Browns fan, so I feel like right. I knew what I was gonna end up how I was gonna end up feeling, but still sucks yeah it's cool that we have we now have major league and draft day like it's pretty dope that we have those movies and but one of those is really good and one of those is really really bad yeah so <laughs> like i mean it's it's cool to root for the indians in the good movie but then you want it's like you want to root well you don't really have to root for the browns necessarily just it's all behind the scenes stuff but like if you're not a browns fan you pr- like do you care about this movie probably not it's you know it's not good like it is it's hollow and there's just nothing to yeah. it, and but and also the star player that gets drafted is goes to Ohio State, so it's they're just like forcing in the Ohio stuff. Too. Oh I don't yeah, know why necessarily? But yeah, it's, I'm fine with it. But yeah, you just like it. I just feel like it's just it's just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I I will say like I, I'm a hundred percent certain that before I die, there's gonna be a really badass Cleveland Browns movie that everyone loves. Like it's just like 
reveled as one of the great sports movies. I know it's going to happen because, like, there's so much, I don't know, to love about the Cleveland Browns and their fan base and everything, yeah. but we're not there yet. This ain't it. Right. <laughs> well, when it happens, I want uh, Adam Sandler to play Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah, of course. It, well, he'll pick him up from the... <laughs> It'll turn into uh, the longest yard to <coughs> throw in some yeah. prison jokes or whatever. <laughs> uh, that's all I got for draft day. Um, yeah. What a. What <laughs> uh, so we've talked about nothing but bad movies, right? Just put throw them in a league. And, uh, right. Yeah. Do we have... Let's put them in a league of their own. Yeah, a league of their own. Do we have any, <laughs> we have any other movies? A league of good movies, hopefully? Uh, so, so, A League of Their Own, 1992, uh, sports comedy. Oh my god, I didn't know it was 92. Actually, yeah, it's it's pretty old. This is the first time I'd ever seen this movie. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I think I've only ever seen the girls, like, whatever, this is baseball, No, there's no crying in baseball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, I think that's, like, the only thing I really ever saw. But, it, I mean, it's a really good movie, it's directed by Penny Marshall, who I'm pretty sure we talked about uh when we did like our women episode and since then we've talked about her oh yeah uh she's a really good director but then like the cast obviously tom hanks gina davis madonna rosie o'donnell Lori petty who's one of my favorite actresses and f- anybody that doesn't like tank girl can go fuck themselves that movie's <laughs> amazing but even though it's not it's terrible <laughs> but uh just so the cast is amazing you know i Lori petty and gina davis as the sisters in the movie like pl- pl- go really well together um, it's obviously a movie pretty much about how women have to try, you know, ten times as hard to do any, like, get the same success as a man for doing the same things. Yeah. Uh, and it's very, like, on point in every way. Um, I feel bad because, like, the one actress, what is her name? Rosie is O'Donnell? Is this it? Uh, no. Is it, she plays, like, the ugly girl in the movie? Like, I feel bad because it's kind of literally her role. <laughs> is like she's like the ugly girl yeah um but and so i kind of felt bad that that was just like a thing but like obviously it's like poking fun at the fact that like you know like not even poking fun i mean it's just blatantly saying like girls shouldn't have to be pretty oh yeah to do anything else whatever but i just kind of felt bad that she like obviously had to play the ugly girl <laughs> uh john lovitz is, is is in this movie what a like, guy especially at the beginning and he's just i just love john it's like he just cracks me up <laughs> yeah so um just a good movie overall um, and, like, I gotta be honest, like, I'm over here talking about how women don't have to be, like, and I agree, they shouldn't have to, like, be pretty to accomplish things, whatever, but Madonna was, like, doing it for me in this movie. Oh, like, she's really? She's really pretty. She's got, like, dark hair in this movie, and she's just, like, really, really, like, I was like, wow, I never thought I'd find Madonna attractive, especially because, you know, we, we know... You know, like, knowing who she is kind of makes her less attractive. Yeah, I got a research team is sending me some images so I can... Just, just, yeah, pull up just A League of Their Own Madonna. Oh, yeah, she's Uh, super adorable. Yeah, she's really, 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 yeah. So, but anyway, and Tom Hanks just plays... I didn't realize that he's just a drunk beyond drunk in this movie. Like, I didn't realize that was his character. Oh, yeah. So, it's kind of funny seeing Tom Hanks be just a fucking drunk, like, an asshole. I mean, truly, he's an asshole in this movie. Uh, yeah, it's just... Oh, and it's scored by Hans Zimmer, which is... Oh, yeah, that's very cool. Anything Hans is cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, So, uh, watching this, like, in 2020, uh, I don't know, I guess, you feel like there's a lot of, 
like social commentary that still mm, makes sense or like is you know what yeah. I mean like it's stands true I guess. Here's the thing: 20, 28 years later, lol, maybe <laughs> not, but twenty eight years later, and we're you know it's it's still like it holds up as far as you know yeah the the like you said the social commentary yeah the things that it has to say about like women in society like there's there's still obviously it's much more equal but i mean it was like it was 92 like you know back to the 60 well i'm sorry the movie takes place in the 40s i think yeah because it's during the war so like obviously like so we're going from the 40s where they truly truly had to fight yeah beyond belief for everything so the movie's made in 92, where Penny Marshall is still, com- you know, commenting on it by making the movie, to, like I said, 2020, and, like, your question, yeah, it's still, like, I think, you know, even though it's, they're much more equal, it still, like, holds up as far as what it said. Yeah. This is, like, this and Angels in the Outfield are, like, the f- first two, like, sports movies I really remember watching. So, really? yeah, I, I obviously, <laughs> this, so much of this would have flown right over my head, you know what I mean? Like, I... I I really can't remember anything other than like some of the actual like them playing baseball. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't really remember much, so I I kind of want to go back and watch it. I I think it's worth it. Like just yeah, like if you don't like if you basically don't remember, like if you I don't know like it's it's not a movie that I would necessarily watch again soon. You know <laughs> yeah, like if I yeah. know know everything, but like yeah, if you don't if you pretty much don't remember much about, it, I I think it's worth revisiting. Yeah, especially it's one that's still <laughs> talked about. You know, like you still or yeah. one that I guess people always look back as like one of the greats. I think one of the actresses or what? Okay, so is this based on a true story? Like that's a really dumb question to ask now, but I have no idea like how like oh I they, like I honestly don't know either. Yeah, because somebody just recently died, and I don't know if it was an actress in the movie, like obviously an older one, right? Or or like a real player. Uh, this okay. So, Fictionalized account of the real life All American Girls Professional Baseball League. Okay, so oh, okay, so like the a this was a real thing. Okay, like the Rockford Peaches was a real thing. Wow, see, I today I learned. <laughs> um so i i guess so so since it was a real thing i guess the the last living member like just passed away oh okay all right or yes something. i know what you're talking about and yeah i think that you're right with that that the yeah, yeah. the last living member so cool stuff though um even now learning that it was i don't know why i wouldn't know that it was like a true story like it's it was like right in my face in the wikipedia and stuff yeah but don't you i feel like with sports movies uh it's kind of hard there's like blurred lines with like pretty much all um sports movies yeah seriously robin thick um yeah including the one i'm about to talk about i'm gonna use that as a transition um (laughs) so i i want to talk about rudy which is a 93 uh, sports movie about mm-hmm. Rudy Rudiger. Uh, but I think this is also, you know, like dramatized. I got, or dr- what is that word? Dramatized? <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. No, I like dramatized. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, you know, like with any, I feel like sports movies, you, you get either a dramatized version of the real story, a fictionalized version of the real story. I think it's, it's hard to like, I don't know. 100% stick to what's going on. Not because it's not inspiring right. or not because it's not worth seeing or anything like that, but like they're, I don't know. Anyways. 
Yeah, you definitely have to punch certain things. Up. Yeah. Just okay. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So I'm I'm glad you see what I'm saying because I felt like maybe I was yeah. just trailing off into some nonsense. <laughs> no, I understand drama stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> have you seen Rudy? I actually haven't. That might be crazy. No, That's the best I'm one glad I should... you said that. I'm glad you said that because this is the first time I've seen <laughs> okay. it, and I feel like this is another one that is uh, talked about. It's like you know one of the most inspiring movies, whatever, whatever. It is totally 100. percent Like you should still watch it, and it's still. Uh, t- just completely worth seeing. I didn't know. I just kind of assumed some things about Rudy and character Rudy, the real life, you know, Rudy Rudiger. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, so this is a story of someone who wanted to play on Notre Dame's football team. That was his dream, right? But he lacked the skills, the academic skills, like the physical skills, um, whatever. So it's his, uh, I guess, inspiring road to uh playing on Notre Dame's football team but yeah the, some of like the challenges is that you find out that Rudy suffers from d- dyslexia um it's all kind of, he has like a whole bunch of like tragedy or whatever and a lot of the other characters have tragedy Sean Astin plays Ru- uh, Rudy I should have mentioned that like right off the bat because that's I don't know I always it's like Sean, big fan of Sean's, obviously, from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But, like, he's been in so many other great things, and this is, like, a big one that, that people always call back to. Um, and I, I think that a lot of people recognize, like, the Rudy chant. That, and that, that was, like, one of the only things right. I knew about the movie is, like, the Rudy chant. <laughs> and I didn't realize uh-huh. that it's not even it, – this isn't the t- – and I, I know I'm spoiling some stuff, but, like, I hope you'll forgive me 27 years later. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like – it's it's not even one of, it's not a sports movie about a person a person who like gets on the team and wins the big game or anything like that. Right. It's literally just that he gets to play on the team. Like I think um, what you end up seeing is just one game uh, that he gets to play and carry off the field. Maybe a little bit more than that. But anyways, um, that's like the big moment, I guess, and that's the big Rudy chant or whatever. But. Uh, sorry, that I just completely ruined the movie, but I promise there's so it's so rich, like everything that happens um, from right, beginning to get that like point. A, it, it really yeah, is more about yeah. like all of his other struggles and, and right. like I said, some other characters, some of their struggles. But it's just like right. I yeah, super inspiring, super uh, well acted, well written, all that good stuff. I I have I have some thoughts about this movie. Well, so like having never seen it, I just I know about it, I know what it's based on. Uh you are, you're right about what you said like it's 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 more of a motivational inspirational whatever story because of not kind of what he accomplished but how he accomplished it because his literally his Wikipedia career highlights are it says the first player to have been carried off the field at Notre Dame, which is pretty cool. Um, but it says he played. He only played two defensive snaps and he got that one sack and that was like the big deal, right? I guess that he got the yeah, sack. Yeah, yeah, the sack the is like the yeah. Yeah, so, um, I, so, like, a couple things that first came to my mind, when you said Rudy Rudiger, I literally, I had to look up, I was like, did his parents, like, really fuck him over? Oh, no. Rudy (laughs) Rudiger, but no, yeah, like, his name's Daniel, but I, and that was his nickname, but I was like, no way is that his name, because I didn't know his last name was Rudiger. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) And then you said that he has dyslexia, and then my second thought was, is that... Is he famous for overcoming dyslexia? But it's more like he's like undersized, right? And other things. Yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah. There's a, he, there's a lot. 
Okay. Yeah, I was like, wait. The yeah, it's guy can't no, read. it's just like one of the things, you know. So it starts with like trying to get into the school, like trying to get into college, and it's like, well, you, you know, he has a okay. teaching assistant, and you know they have him tested, and then there's that, and then, you know, so yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot of struggles that he's going through. Okay. Um, and then the last thing is that I I, I met Rudy actually. What, are you serious? Yeah. Which was pretty cool. I got to shake his hand. I have a picture with him. This is completely true. Where did you meet him at? Um, Comic Con. And you haven't watched the movie? I know. Well, because I've seen, he has so many other movies. Like I, I've seen Lord of the Rings, obviously. Oh, you met like, Sean? But I have. Yeah, I met Sean. Wow. <laughs> I'm just being, I'm being an asshole. Oh, well, I was no, being an asshole by Rudy. saying you haven't watched it because I just watched it. So, like, if <laughs> I had gone to that Comic Con, I also would not have watched Rudy. But you met Sean. <laughs> I think you told me that actually. I just forgot. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I have a God. I look. I almost want to trash the picture because I, I look so awful in it. It doesn't matter. Um, I've had anything blown I up. I know because it's Sean. <laughs> when I met when I when I I should when I met him, I said just as a joke, I because we were hanging out with some people. Before. Obviously, I was like with some friends. We were waiting in line. And before I was like, before I, or like when I go to meet him, I'm going to tell him that, um, Casino, or Encino Man changed my life just to see what he would say. <sighs> so I said that to him. I'm like, Encino Man changed my life just as a joke. Obviously, people want to talk about Lord of the Rings and stuff. Yeah. And he goes, What did you become, a ditch digger or a pool digger? One of the two. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I couldn't say anything. I was too struck that he responded. I just walked away. Yeah. That is funny because, yeah, like, cool yeah, you're right. You probably. <laughs> I would imagine never gets something like that, you know. So right. for him to yeah. like pop back like that, that's awesome. Yeah, no, that was awesome. He was just like, "What the fuck?" Anyway. Yeah, but yeah, I guess that was like my biggest takeaway. As I expected, another movie. Not that it, I'm not trying to sound negative about movies like this, but I, I expected another movie where like you know this player, uh, it's his rise, and then they win. You know. They become they win the championship. You know what I mean, like fucking uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. But, but uh, it was like a, something fresh, I guess. Even though it's twenty seven years later, uh, it was like something fresh. It's it's kind of like uh, I mean, not really at all the same way, but like Rocky, he loses the fight, or you know, Moneyball, they don't actually win. You know, they yeah, have the good yeah, season, yeah. But they don't win, you know. So it's kind of it's kind of cool. Yeah. When then like definitely. That. Um, that is all that I have on Rudy. I think that's all we have for main screen. That is. Yeah, that's it. Um, okay. Rapid fire, though. I'm excited to talk about some rapid fires. Um, I know I have more, so I'll kick off with Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. You talked about this. You talked about it quite a bit, so I don't want to dive too much into it. I just want to say, like... Is this your first time talking about it, though, on the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. This is my first time seeing it. Just watch- okay, okay. That's what I thought. Um, I just... I loved it. I was okay with, like, I think pretty much everything i do think that the palpatine thing is really weird but i i was okay with everything i was okay with the kiss uh, it was cool i really enjoyed it how how I do you feel i don't know i don't know what you want me to say i don't did i not i must have said that i liked it or something for you to feel comfortable <laughs> it's like i hate that film <laughs> how dare you say oh my that? god really I about that how do you like the kiss? The it took so many liberties. The fucking when they hold up the the fucking thing. How do you even have a moment in the movie where they have to be in the exact right spot to hold up this weird knife oh, thing to understand no. where this fucking thing is? And like in like the I don't know, I man. Like people come back to life. Oh, the liberties. The liberties. This film took. I don't know. I just like. 
I'm sorry. No. Hey, I'm not going to shit on I... liking the movie. Because there were parts about it I liked. I just thought it took too many liberties. That's all. I mean, and I think that's fair. I knew all these things going into it. I do think all of those arguments are fair. I, like, uh, I guess I haven't been as invested in these movies as, yeah. like, like literally the entire world like i am a really (laughs) shitty star wars person because i just watched last jedi like maybe two months ago like whenever it released on netflix like that was when i watched Uh it finally and then you know i finally just watched this because it's on disney plus and i don't know i and and i'm a shitty fan for being okay with it like i I know i do know that well it doesn't it definitely doesn't make you a shitty fan i just well actually okay so you said like you knew going like how much did you know going in like how palpatine was revealed as being alive no. and the kid like what did you i know didn't know that in? no and i okay. was okay I, was gonna say, I will say that that when that happened i was like because i oh that's actually the very beginning i think his laugh or whatever it it's definitely if not completely revealed it's hinted at at the very beginning of the movie and i was like that's mm-hmm. like a very strange choice but whatever <laughs> You know what I mean? The and also yeah, the scroll whatever the opening scroll I thought was the worst of all of them. The dead speak hmm. I just thought it was lame. I don't know. That was watch the film. Yeah, watch the film. <laughs> the dead speak. I just thought like it was supposed to be cool, and I just thought it was kind of lame. I don't know. Yeah. Not like I'm. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I'm not gonna shit on the opening scroll now. That's being like very very nitpicky. But um, I, sorry, I don't know. It's rapid fire. I'm not. We're not gonna get into this. <laughs> just, uh, it's fine. I, think, I like. Uh, I like things. I do want to get into the kiss thing though. <laughs> I did. I. I mean. Okay. I. I don't know. I guess I wasn't. I guess, I. I was like, thought there should be some kind of closure, like between those two characters, and I don't know. I thought that was okay. I. You know. I don't think I have so much a problem with the kiss actually as the constantly like people coming back to life or. Yeah, that is a trope that is very but, stale. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was whatever, and I and I I kind of agree with people that it seemed like. And I thought the scene was kind of fine, but maybe it would have made more sense. Um, I guess the like Kylo Ren Han Solo scene was maybe supposed to be him and Leia, but obviously, I don't know if they you know they couldn't oh, use her at all even okay. digitally. So like maybe that would have been better or something. Like that was fine. I just thought like I don't know. We really we were really planet hopping in this movie too. If I remember. Oh right. yeah, for sure, kinda, for sure. Yeah, which it was kind of cool. It was cool. Is this the movie that had the like the cold planet with the girl? Right? Yeah, the girl that has the that was cool. I like that place a lot actually. Yeah. I like the little subplot yeah. with C three PO also, where he like, well, what the losing the memory yeah. thing. But then, but then he like doesn't. Yeah, right? yeah. The then R two D two has him like backed up and. <laughs> And then, and then killing killing Chewie was like a big decision. Oh yeah, and, so and he comes back. Do it. Oh shit! It's just like they they he made he makes big decisions, but then he goes back on them. So nothing really like sticks. Yeah, in I end. guess I didn't think about that. Which How is, many characters had endings and then came back? Right, and then you know they got the back to life thing, whatever. And but Babu Frick is unbeatable. <laughs> He's just I love I loved him. I don't get it. And he was a puppet, which was cool too. Uh, huh. Well, that. Those, those were my thoughts. Now I'm, now I'm like redigesting that movie. There's some things, I think, some yeah. things I didn't consider, I guess, after the movie. Um, these are my feelings now. My feelings after I saw the movie were completely different. This is after sitting on it for however long. You know, I saw yeah. it like the first week it came out or whatever. Like, so I'm, so I'm not gonna say I didn't feel the same way as you. Actually, it's just maybe after time, maybe after thinking about some things, you'll just 
you'll just think some things were kind of silly, stupid, unnecessary. Yeah. Just looking back. But, like, it's a fun film to watch, you know? Like, yeah. I'm not going to say don't watch it. Yeah, yeah. I, I <clears throat> definitely want to go back and watch them again. Um, I don't know. I just... I, you know, I, like, when you see the whole story play out, sometimes it's more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I feel like... like yeah. Like with Lord of the Rings, like I, I still love to go back and watch all of those. Like, same. Um, but yeah, all right. That was so not rapid fire. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> I'm glad we talked about it though. <laughs> I feel a little better. Like I just, you know, took a big shit or something. I just want to turn invisible right now. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, speaking of, if you did, you'd be a psycho <laughs> killer. Thing. Kind of. Not really. Anyway, uh, the Invisible Man is a it's a 2020 release science fiction horror film i had such high hopes for this movie which obviously kind of means i didn't really like it um but i, I won't say much about it obviously it's rapid fire but like it, it was directed by how do you say his name lay one l like lee one l lay one l i am completely unfamiliar with who you're talking about Le, the guy that did like saw work with james wan on saw dead silence the guy that did a uh, upgrade oh i oh, sorry i okay yeah Play one all. Well, so like, yeah. So we we both liked Upgrade a lot, right? Because yeah. uh, I mean, it was a great fucking film. The fight sequences were, were so cool. You can definitely tell like the one L influence in this movie. <coughs> Excuse me, because because of the fight scenes and things. But the movie just is really stupid because of like character motivation. Like you know how you like, especially in scary movies, you hate characters because of the dumb choices they make. Yeah. Like, that's, that was, I, there were just, ter- like, just, the it just didn't, character choices made no sense to me in this movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, Elizabeth Moss from Handmaid's Tale, yeah. that the, this is the show, uh, it was great. I mean, she is fine. She's not the reason that I didn't like the movie. I just, I was, and I really wanted to like it. I, I really did. Yeah. Uh, I was disappointed <clears throat> that I didn't like it. Hmm. So I recommend that you check it out because I just to see if you kind of feel the same way about it, maybe yeah. like because you know I, I think it's got good ratings and things and like I, I don't know I just I was very disappointed I was disappointed in the movie and I was disappointed that I didn't like it like I was sad I was like I wanted to like you so bad movie why'd you do this to yeah. me it it, it has <laughs> yeah. done really well like for a mo- this one was like on the early end of right. uh, you know everything with coronavirus but um, yeah. It, I think it's still done really well and i think you're right a lot of people do seem to enjoy it um yeah but yeah i don't blame them i just it wasn't, was it okay just didn't like it. was it thrilling <clears throat> it was yeah or it was thrilling sus- it wasn't yeah. it it wasn't scary like because it says horror film it wasn't scary though yeah i thought that was that weird because it. like this is just another rendition <laughs> of like the classic invisible man story right like just like uh who, what's like the kevin bacon one like um uh i think it's also that? That, that movie was actually the invisible man though. i think well, no hollow man oh hollow, hollow man. man that's so right, very yeah. very similar yeah hollow man's actually scary like it parts i mean you know, like because kevin bacon is the invisible man it's like has such more of a presence yeah kind of ironic right <laughs> <laughs> uh but he, he has so, like as the invisible man his presence in the movie i won't say on screen in the movie is so much more impactful and scary than whoever the fuck i don't even know i mean doesn't it doesn't matter who plays this guy you see you see him not invisible for like 10 minutes of the movie uh-huh. you know, between the beginning and end so it's just sorry i don't i don't think that spoils anything <laughs> um 
Maybe it does. Shit. I don't know. Whatever. You get the... I mean, the movie isn't... It's... You kind of understand what's happening. But, like, it... Yeah, people did enjoy it because it, it was a $7 million budget, as I'm reading here, and it made 126 so that's incredible. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, normally you want to make at least just double your budget, but for that's incredible. Uh, so, like, I and I think that's kind of a thing with Lay One Out or whatever, you know, making, like, cheap movies. Yeah, know, I yeah. I feel like Upgrade was fairly cheap. This, Saw, obviously didn't cost too much, so... Um, yeah, I, 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 like I said, I don't know. I understand why people liked it when I made movie, I just, or money, I just thought it was stupid. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, that's all I got for The Invisible Man, but, um, he kind of, he, he almost used a suit that was like, <laughs> it was some sort of like altered technology. Oh, altered technology? It wasn't altered carbon, yeah, was yeah. it? No, oh, no. Because I watched Altered Carbon? I watched season <laughs> one on Netflix. Do you know anything about the show? I don't. Okay, so I think I, I went to the research team's going to fact check this real quick. The first season released in 2018, and I had heard of it. And it's a, it's a very like very sci-fi heavy, and I'm talking like uh, what was the movie that you had just recently watched? That's like oh so the Invisible. No. <laughs> not that recently. 2047 was like the newest one. Why can I not think of the first word? Oh, 20, wait, 2049? Blade Runner, thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah. All right, so very like Blade Runner-esque, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I'd heard of it, and I decided to finally check it out. The second season just came out, and it is one of the more enjoyable shows that I've watched recently, or series, I guess, mm-hmm. especially sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, it does a really great job at, like, building a world and not being too lame, but, like, getting a little nerdy too you know what i mean the 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 plot summary is like um your conscious can be transferred to another body and so the main character uh, and that's just like a part of you know an integral part of the story the the main story of season one is uh this person is basically brought back to solve a murder and but it's cool because you see a lot of flashbacks but there's you know different people are in different bodies in their flashbacks and like it it's very cool and very but it's but it's not uh it's not like dumb i guess in the way it goes about this (laughs) as i'm hearing myself say this i'm like man it would be so easy to fuck this up and be like oh the different bodies but she's in a different body you know what i mean but it i promise like it it does it really well and it's uh it's it's pretty fun like but it's sci-fi heavy if you're not a sci-fi person i don't recommend it um but if you are so when you yeah if you are go for it and the the one other thing that sets this apart is like season one is a complete story start to finish um season two picks up a lot of like loose ends I, i say a lot there really isn't a whole lot but they pick on some loose ends and move on to a whole new story but i i like shows that are like that where you don't have to there are no cliffhangers you don't have to uh-huh. continue watching the show if you don't want to <laughs> right <laughs> so like when you say sci-fi um how my my like concern i guess or question with any sci-fi show is like what how much sci-fi are we talking because like with any show's budget it can always make or break a show if we're if they're doing any sort of effects whether you know it doesn't have to be monster but any sort of science fiction effect are they doing like any of that or it sounds like maybe so it's more, okay it's not super effective yep, i know what you're going for here 
there are not like alien species or things like that i feel like that's where it gets super uh-huh. fucked up um yeah, yeah when yeah. i say sci-fi heavy i'm talking like um think like blade runner like the city or whatever like the mega city um you know like he's going into these different places like talking to different people investigating everything and it's just like the city that's lit up there's like um these like augmented reality prostitutes that like greet you and then you can pay more money to see them and then you know they then he talks to one and finds out who her past body was and all this other crazy stuff I guess you did say Blade Runner, so like just a very futuristic atmosphere and scenery and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, but not like, yeah, because like, I mean, just for example, like, uh, fucking supernatural. Like they have like monsters and stuff, but they like they look pretty good. But you know, it's nothing like that. But like, there's what was there was a sci-fi show where like they were like went to the future or something, or they live in the future and there was dinosaurs, which was like kind of a cool idea, but you couldn't ever show the dinosaurs because they didn't like have the budget for it, so it looked like just absolute fucking trash. Uh, but it was like a, that was like an actual like sci-fi original or something like that. But but like as long as it's like just good writing and not like it doesn't it looks good, then I feel like I might try it out. Yeah, definitely. But I'm super interested in this dinosaurs thing. If you could, <laughs> I don't remember what it was you called. Tell I me just, more they... about that. <laughs> I don't even know. I want to research team it, but I don't even know exactly. There is a show called The Butterfly Effect. Or, wait, hold on. The Butterfly Something that I remember seeing where people go back to, like, some dinosaur shit. It's a great description I just gave. But anyways, (laughs) we will definitely have to find. Terra Nova. Terra Nova. Sorry. Oh, Terra Nova. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah, twenty one forty nine. Overdeveloped and polluted Earth is dying with no way to reverse the damage. Blah blah blah. They open a space time continuum, of course. This creates a portal to prehistoric Earth. Look, we're talking about space time continuums, portals, dinosaurs. Like how? Unless you have a super good budget, it's not going to look good. Yeah, and even then, like, like I feel like that's like such a huge gamble. Right. I don't know because if you're going to make a, a show about dinosaurs and you can't show the dinosaurs, like, yeah, it's not. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I see your concern, and I you can put but, that you can put that to rest. Like that. Yeah. yeah, nothing like that. Okay, good. <laughs> and then, all right, that was all you had for rapid fire because I have one more. Yeah, I only all right. One. Um, the other one I want to talk about is Scoob, which just came out yesterday, and um, I bought it because it was twenty bucks to rent or twenty five to buy. So I was like, fuck it, let's go for it, let's buy it. <laughs> I was a, a huge Scooby Doo fan. My kid is a Scooby Doo fan. Um, and it's kind of weird like i liked it but it's weird because the movie this has all been shut down now but the movie was set to like kick off this um like hanna-barbara cartoon universe cinematic universe interesting so there's literally like a dozen characters like from that i guess that would be like an animation studio or whatever like and they play really big parts in the movie like yeah like they take a lot of screen time um and yeah but then you know there's no cinematic that's all falling through like that's not going to happen as far as i know so like yeah that was kind of strange so like because of that i feel like this was maybe like the biggest scooby story because they really go like all all out there or whatever and Mm. um so i guess i said i liked it but i you know the disclaimer is that like if you're a big Scooby-Doo fan or if you have, like, zero kids' movies to watch right now, then go for it. If you're not, I 
I feel like this would be one that would be pretty easy to be disappointed in. It's got, it's got Dynamite. I see. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just like. Yeah, yeah. It's got like Blue Falcon, Dynamite, and um, yeah. Like like I said, several other characters. I can't think of their names right now. Um. And but like the voice cast. First of all, Frank Welker, the god himself, the voice acting god himself, uh, reprising his role as Scooby is just awesome. Yeah. But then you've like Will Forte, Amanda Seyfried, Zac Efron, Mark Wahlberg, Ken Jeong, Tracy Morgan. Yeah, yeah, definitely like a lot of uh, voices which I didn't even realize like until watching the movie. Like I, I never saw any names or anything because I feel like a big actor playing like the voice of somebody would get me interested in a movie just based on that. Mm-hmm. Did you already look at who plays Blue Falcon? I well, it doesn't. Oh, oh, uh, Mark Wahlberg is Blue Falcon. Yeah, yeah. If I had known that, I <laughs> I would have. I mean, I bought it on day one, anyways. But like, I would have maybe bought it twice or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, no, that's that's all. Like the fact that he's Blue Falcon is actually awesome. Um, and then uh, for well, you didn't say the name right of the movie. Though. I'm gonna need you to repeat the name. Isn't it Scoop? It is. But oh, like, I gotta like yell it. Scoop. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. I don't want to. You know what? I can't. I, feel, I, know. <laughs> I can't wreck I this like, audio. I know. I just feel like I kind of like your attempt to yell without yelling was so bad. <laughs> I know. I feel, I feel bad for making you say it. <laughs> no, but yeah, I just didn't realize I had the exclamation point because Carol was actually telling me about this. She's like, I think there's like a new Scooby movie. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, like I, I liked it. Um, like I say, I could, I could just definitely see someone like ripping this movie apart if, if they didn't like. Scooby Doo, because it's it's it doesn't do anything new. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't really, mm-hmm. it doesn't do anything like crazy. It doesn't do anything new. But like if you like Scooby Doo and you just like seeing a, a different Scooby Doo story, then it, it's right. it's all it's for you. What does Simon Cowell himself mean? Mm, you're just gonna have to watch the movie to see that one. All right, all right. I don't even remember. It's like a, it's like the shortest thing ever. There's a lot of, um, like social media jokes and like, I think at one point there's a Tinder joke and I know that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds so it's, some of it is like as bad as you would think. Some of it's not though. I, okay. I mean, in my opinion, one of the funniest jokes in the movie is the very beginnings. Um, Shaggy as a kid, he has like his phone, he's listening to music and he skips through like a sixties playlist and a seventies playlist, like the type of music you would exactly expect to hear from like Scooby-Doo and he skips to like a podcast and that's what he listens to <laughs> while he's walking on the beach. And I was like that. All right. That's hilarious. That's pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah. How did a name like Dick Dastardly, like even that? Yeah, I know. And, and that's the other thing. I feel like they really overshot like it seems so weird to try and bring back a like to make a cinematic universe out of 60s cartoons uh-huh that is that is super weird like captain caveman too like yeah you're right this is i don't know yeah i mean both so dick dastardly uh-huh. and captain caveman and then well, i can't think of the dog that's with dick dastardly oh muttley um muttley yeah. yeah like I, when i saw them in the movie i was like dude like i recognize their appearance I don't. I don't have a fucking clue who these people are. <laughs> that's funny, but it's cool. Um, that's all I have for rapid fire. Pew, pew, pew. I need to insert gunshot noises. <laughs> just or that guy, the fuck, because you said Gratata. Oh yeah, yeah. Him, Brian, definitely Silva. I think it's <laughs> I love that you know his name. 
I forgot. I, I, I even forgot it until you said it. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I would no. I, I didn't. I didn't recently watch his Tosh Point Redemption <laughs> and also gay porn of his. No. <laughs> um, oh, that's a ridiculous character. Anyway, oh, there was something else that I wanted to say. Just buy some time for me for a second. <laughs> uh, so Brian Silva, if you guys don't know, he's basically this kind of internet famous douchebag who uh does gay porn which is just weird when i found that it was so weird but he kind of got famous for doing like gratata, which is just like a noise he makes with his mouth but it's like the shooting noise i think it was like what was the early tiktok vine uh was it vine did he get vine famous i don't I think, think it was so Vine though or did he was it okay i don't know i totally remember what, what i was like gonna say winter redemption Okay. If you felt like I wasn't trying to cut you off, but like if you felt like no, you I'm glad. I was. Okay. <laughs> um, this is extremely sad. This is, I just saw this Fred Willard. Oh, Fred Willard, Willard, yeah, passed away yesterday. I saw that. So too. sad. So that's confirmed. A, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think his daughter confirmed that today. Well, like, I'm, okay, because like weirdly, I think Jamie Lee Curtis broke the news with a tweet. Oh, really? And people were like, "What? Oh, wow. I, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, that is weird." <laughs> But what a legend. Yeah, and for real. Uh, best in show. Well, I mean, like, oh, I think all those movies, but I, I will forever remember him in Best in Show. Uh, such a good movie, but so many things. Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't know he was from Ohio until today, either. So. I didn't know that so he was from cool. Ohio. Shaker Heights. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. So, and I didn't know he was in the Armory until just one second ago. So I've learned that me too. It's always, it's interesting when you, uh, I think you see it a lot with like the older generations, but you, uh, you still see it where like actors or, or, or celebrities that you're like, Oh, I, I didn't realize they like in the military and came out of that and started doing like entertainment. It's very cool. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to think like an athlete today, like, like it was such big news when Pat Tillman went over yeah. and served and whatever, but to think that you know, obviously back then you got drafted, shit, whatever. But yeah, I don't know what his situation was, but yeah, pretty much like everybody, was, it was like you know you were famous and then you were also served. <laughs> yeah, it, okay. The Pat Tillman one, it's like one of the very few like biographies I've ever read. Probably like one of the most fascinating stories, um, as far as all that goes. Like Pat, is that like a? Yeah, uh, just pa- Pat Tillman was like a real fucking American hero. Like, what a dude! Like, yeah. even more so than like, you. I don't know. You just you see the headlines or whatever. But like, what a guy. He uh, is that like a? I was just gonna ask the book. Is it like a start to finish about him, or is it just like when he you know served or like what it, we, what's it about? It's a little bit about his early life, mostly about his college life, and then you know uh, playing for Arizona, and then right his. Uh, time in the military also i would say most of it is kind of like him playing for the cardinals and kind of deciding because he was in a place where like he wasn't like he was being offered i think he decided to enlist before he um took up another contract but it was offered to him at that time and he was like uh, he felt like he had maxed out his potential. He was like, I'm not a player who's like on the rise, even though I've only played for a few years. So he's like, uh-huh. I don't want to continue to do this game of like, offer me a contract and I'll play, you know, as good as I am playing right now. So he just wanted like something new, like something new to get good at. He was just definitely like a competitive dude. 
That's well. Then that's super sad. Yeah, it's great. And it, him and his his brother like also enlisted. They were in the same special forces group. Like they were in the same uh, like unit. Like his brother was there when he died, and it's it's really fascinating stuff. So so was it a was it a, a case of mistaken identity where two two American squads were shooting at each other from across wherever or what? How I don't know actually what happened. I just so, know it was like friendly fire. So it was two different um how would you like humvees i guess or two like vehicles with turrets and um pat tillman was with another person they were um like behind some rocks right like on a hill i this is how i'm like picturing it at least i can't remember how it's described Uh but him and one other person are behind a rock um they start getting shot at the one of the Hummers comes through and they, they think they can see where they're being shot from and that they started shooting. And um, that was when, when Pat Tillman and also another um, Iraqi, uh, how do I explain, like ally was also killed. Uh-huh, yeah. So those two people were, were killed then. And then they, they realized that there were, mo- well, they realized that the threat was like the other direction. They thought there was more of a threat on the other direction. So they go that way, take care of the threat. They come back, they see Pat Tillman, and then his brother is in the second Hummer behind them. And when they pull up, it was a very big deal. They like his. They just told him that Pat's been shot. They didn't tell him any other details. He didn't know till like a day or two days later or something that he was killed by friendly fire uh-huh but yeah that's that's nice. yeah and it, it is yeah. like it's very detailed like the person that was actually with him talks about it and it, it is it's extremely sad but um mm-hmm. definitely a story worth reading so you like he's an american hero and i agree how just really well i'm not we're not gonna get into this but i just want to know the american sniper guy american hero or american douchebag what do you think of him i think he's american douchebag okay yeah i agree i no, i didn't always feel that way but it's like that's because i actually like you know read i didn't just watch the movie (laughs) like when i watched the movie i was like damn what a guy and then you read like literally one thing you're like damn what an ass what yeah it was just like it's yeah it's just things that he said out of his own mouth and again he i mean he was killed by friendly fire basically you know it's kind of not really in a much more complicated way but uh so that was fucked up like i'm not gonna i don't want to talk bad about the dead but he the things that he said out of his own mouth were just fucked up that's that's all i thought oh yeah yeah but anyway yeah so back to sports yeah (laughs) (laughs) do you want to so we want to do this game oh yes okay all right all right, explain to me the first one, even though you already explained it to me earlier today. Because I kind of think I think so, I'm gonna fuck this up. I well, it's kind of it's hard to fuck up because you just have to choose. But yeah, like, but I thought I was doing not... it too. That's where I fucked up. Oh well, if you like, you you can give me people. I don't think I have something that works. All right, explain it to me, and I'll <laughs> let you know if I. I'm, okay, now I'm pretty. Now I'm interested. <laughs> okay, like you had. You, okay, anyway. Um, I'm just going to give you two fictional athletes. I'm going to put you in a little situation, very simple situation. You're just going to choose, do you want this person to do this thing or this person? Okay. I can give you the first one if, if you want. Yeah. As an example, or does that make sense? Okay. So like my first one, I was going to say like, uh, we'll start with baseball, for example. Now I have like, I think I have 10 or 11, so it won't be too many. 
But like if you if you were a baseball manager, you need somebody to steal you second base. You know, you need that base stolen. Are you? Would you rather have Benny the Jet Rodriguez from the Sandlot, or would you rather have Willie Mays Hayes from Major League? Like, who do you want Ooh. stealing that base for you? I want Benny the Jet. Okay, so that, but that makes sense. Yeah. And, and okay, what do you have any? I'm just curious. Is yours not like the hat? Nope. Or what? Uh, Are you... No, I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> okay. All right. I just I have two real athletes that I thought this was like a death match type situation. Oh, wait. Not a, well, I want to know a, that was fine to death. Not a death match situation. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, all right. So here's the deal for anyone still listening. Uh, we talked, Brian and I, we talked about this idea last time we talked. And then I wrote down some names and I obviously misunderstood. And then today was like, oh, like I have to tell him that I, that I don't think I understood it. <laughs> so I texted Brian and asked him to explain it, and he explained it, and I was like, I am not 100% sure, but I don't think what I have is, is usable. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I hope my game isn't, like, stupid then compared to what no, you No, it's not. I just have everything. a... Yeah. I just have, like, well, okay, Tiger Woods or Roy McIlroy. Like, that's the type of shit I have. Well, we can, we can still... I don't know if you want to do any of that. What, what am I picking? Just, like, who would I pick in general type thing? Like, not specific? Yeah. Or what... Or yeah, it was, like, totally okay. not specific. Like, not actually related to, like, their sports ability. Just, like... Okay, I yeah. gotcha. Alright, well, I mean, if you want... We'll, we'll go through mine if you want to... No, I don't want to do mine. I'm embarrassed. I would, okay, let's just okay, do your thing. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Alright, so that was, like, the... The first one, you know, it's up now. Um, a couple more baseball ones. So, uh, if you need somebody to hit a ball for you, like, uh, you know, you've got, like, two outs, bottom of the ninth, or whatever, you need to hit. Are you taking Dottie Henson uh, from A League of Their Own? That's Gina Davis's character, so, like, pretty much the main character. Or Roy Hobbs from The Natural. Now, I've never seen The Natural, so if you haven't also, that's fine. Okay. I had to look it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I haven't seen The Natural. I was immediately drawn to gina davis anyways okay but, so i feel like that would have been my choice even if i did know the second character <laughs> the cool thing about roy hobbs from the natural i don't even remember who's played by and i'm so sorry i'm just gonna say kevin costner because he plays everybody in <laughs> ever um but he had he carved he like his dad dies from a lightning strike or something and then lightning strikes a tree and he makes a baseball bat out of the splint oh. splint wood from the tree and he calls the bat wonder boy or something which is pretty badass i thought but i would also take dotty henson so good job <laughs> um all right so you need to strike out a hitter so are you taking jim morris from the rookie and i i think that actually is kept coster i'm not sure i don't remember <laughs> you know the rookie wait no who is it though Ugh, it's the disney movie the yeah. rookie hold on which there's actually, I think, another wipe well, you'll see in a second, but, um, wait, no, this isn't it. This is, what is this? This is like a, this is a buddy cop movie. <laughs> called The Rookie? Failing really bad. Yeah, called The Rookie. Uh, Dennis Quaid. Oh, Kevin Dennis Quaid. Duh. Dennis Quaid are the oh, same yeah. person. Oh, yep. They're the same person. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, Dennis Quaid. So are you taking Dennis Quaid from The Rookie, his character? Or, um, Henry Rowengartner from Rookie of the Year? Do you know who that is? Oh man, it's I'm foggy on this one. I do, but that, I don't. That's the like teenage kid boy, whatever. That that's arm is fucked oh, up. That makes okay. him throw yeah. really fast. Okay. Yep. All right. So Dennis Quaid or that dude? Kid? Dennis Quaid. I I love the rookie. Wait, are you serious? But you didn't know Dennis Quaid. No, yeah, I know. 
<laughs> they are the same person. You know what I mean? Like, that's not my fault. <laughs> that's true. All right. So those are my baseball ones, and we're moving on to football. All right. Um, so who do you want to quarterback a game for you? Just like a general, doesn't it's not anything, it doesn't have to be the Super Bowl, but just quarterback a game. Shane Falco from The Replacements, Keanu Reeves, or Paul Wrecking Crew from The Longest Yard, which Ooh. is the, Adam Sandler, not what's-his-face. Right, yes. <laughs> um, okay, so it's definitely Keanu Reeves. Hell yeah. But this is, this is a good matchup. Did you know that his name was, like, I knew his name was Paul Crew. How often would, like... Is Wrecking Crew a big part of that movie? Because until I looked it up, I didn't know he was Paul Wrecking Crew. Yeah, I don't remember that really either. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think you'll appreciate this next one a lot because it's a great movie versus, a rel- versus something you just watched. So you need someone to sack the quarterback. Watch the film. Are you taking Vontae Mack or are you taking Bobby Boucher? Oh, damn. Hmm. Dude, I'm taking Bobby. Yeah, it's got to be Bobby. Yeah, it's got to be Bobby. Gators. <laughs> Although, because we don't, I, we don't know much about Vontae. He's the number one pick. He's a good, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. A linebacker to OSU. And I know you just watched it, but yeah, it's got to be Bobby. All right, you need somebody to catch a game-winning touchdown for you. So are you taking Rodney Rod Tidwell from Jerry Maguire, and that is Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character? I don't know if like seen that movie. I've only seen parts of it. Give me the money. Show me the money. Um, <laughs> but he's a really good receiver, apparently. I don't know if you know that. Or Airbud, an Airbud Golden Receiver. Oh, Air, come on. Okay, you're taking yeah. Airbud. Gotta take right. the bud. All right. Good. <clears throat> all right, all right. Those are that was football. Now we're doing basketball. Um, all right, who do you want to hit a clutch three pointer for you when you need it? Is it Jesus Shuttlesworth, which is the greatest <laughs> name of all time in movies? Uh, who is Ray Allen's character and he got game, so basically Ray Allen, or Sidney Dean from White Man Can't Jump, and that is uh, uh, yeah. Not, not, it's the... I got you, I got, I got, I got Wesley you. Snipes. Yeah, Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. God. All right, definitely Ray <laughs> Allen. You take it, Yeah, Ray. plus one for Ray Allen. Yeah. All right. Uh, last basketball one. You need somebody to play lockdown defense, so somebody to just, like, shut down their shooter at the end of the game. Are you taking Jimmy Chitwood, who is, like, the main character in Hoosiers, kind of? Like, the main uh-huh. guy? Or, or Airbud from Airbud. Oh. I mean... I mean, I know I already picked Airbud, but like I'm. That's but, yeah, I, I gotta go with Airbud again. All right, yeah, Airbud two two and zero. I agree. All right, now we're going miscellaneous. I got three. I think these are kind of fun. Um, this one will be fun for you. I know you're a fan. So, like in a boxing match, are you taking Rocky from the first one, or are you taking Adonis Creed from Creed? Ooh. Both in their prime. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, this is a tough one. Yeah, I figured this might be the hardest one yeah this will probably will be the hardest one for me you know i'm a big rocky fan um (laughs) i think i'm taking adonis creed Ooh, i see i'm not like a big rocky fan so that's that's like super interesting for you that's i know that's a really tough one like i love rocky but like dude what what he everything everything (laughs) that's going on in his life man that's a good one well okay so here's the thing like rocky because you're you're taking them in their prime rocky teaches creed am i right he what like does rocky coach creed like sorry like rocky coaches adonis oh so so he's like practicing before rocky starts teaching him but yeah he like really like i don't know how to explain it 
like hones him in. Yeah, <laughs> like, like like really gets to like the level he's at um, because okay. of like Rocky's training or whatever. So I so I feel like you made the good choice because I feel like you kind of take Creed and Rocky at face value, but then you add Rocky teaching Creed, and it's like he's got you know he's kind of using his knowledge against him, or you know he knows the wisdom of the master. Yeah type thing so anyway i feel like uh, the thing that i love like and i love this about both characters so much is like the big thing with rocky is like he's grown up in philly like first of all a really ugly philadelphia and Mm. he's just like you know he's in like a life of poverty or whatever and that's and Mm. he like comes out of all that and then you know like adonis creed philly is not as bad as it is like portrayed in the first rocky movies but i would say it's probably still not like the most desirable place to live so there's still that but also like like growing up without a dad like that's heavy shit and and for both of them yeah i feel like that's always like the driving force with like the rocky movies is like uh, you know like putting all that shit behind you i guess right right so yeah yeah I almost just legit ass. I was gonna be like, wait, like Adonis didn't have a dad? Like, <laughs> okay, I'm an idiot. Gotcha. Anyway, um, all right. So yeah, good choice. Uh, all right. So who do you want to? This is soccer. So you need somebody to kick you the game-winning like soccer goal. It's like two-two, whatever. Ninetieth minute. Uh, do you want to take? It can be both or either. Uh, John John Piero or Massimo from Kicking and Screaming, aka the oh, Italian from yeah. Kicking and Screaming. <laughs> <clears throat> or are you taking Airbud from Airbud World Pop? All right, I'm not going with Airbud on this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely the Italians from Kicking and Screaming. Kicking and Screaming is a movie that, like, as I'm getting older, I enjoy more. Like, I and I know you're not. What do you watch it every year? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. But I've I've like recently seen it again, like in the last couple okay. years. Yeah, but I know you're not a big Will Ferrell guy, is that right? I did, the, yeah, yeah. No, not. It's it's not as Will Ferrelly, but it still is. Like definitely, like I don't think that it would be like your right. favorite comedy. But it's funny because like I love, I will sit down, I'll watch Step Brothers, I'll watch Talladega Nights, I will watch all these movies that I think are funny. I just don't think he like again. I'm not like it's I I'm not like super original here, being like oh I don't like Will Ferrell because he's like everybody else yeah. likes him. I I just think he gets a little over the top. Like like he it, if you like him, you like him. I just think he's got. A personality that you know some people like some only kind of plays that personality in every movie yeah so but I, like i still like him so. well i just saw this thing with judd aptal and i know we're going really long i'll be super quick um but he he was explaining like this made total sense to me he was talking about working with will farrow and he said will farrow is like one of the most phenomenal writers that he's ever met and he's like there's a part of will farrow like at some point someone said you should act in this like you should be acting and in these like wild and crazy things and he said like that is not necessarily will farrow but that's a huge like a ton of people don't like that will farrow like you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like right but he said like right like if you find like especially with snl like things that he wrote and he does play but they're not his like wildest writing things or things like Uh things that he wrote for himself i guess Whereas like yeah I, I yeah yeah Talladega Nights and stuff is like just crazy stuff he wrote without <laughs> ever considering him being the star and someone was like no you have to star in this that's okay I mean that's yeah that I like I I definitely think he's like a comedic like genius whatever I don't know I kind of hate saying that word but like he's he's very smart he's very funny uh, and I've like I've seen him in interviews you know late night and stuff he's very like he's very witty he's funny it's just obviously he plays a very certain type of character. Yeah. So, but okay, I got one last one for you. So. All right. 
Um, I think you'll appreciate this one. Only if you know who this person is. Okay. So you have to choose a stuntman for something. For whatever. It does, I don't know the stunt. You pick the stunt in your head. But you have to pick a stuntman. Do you know who <clears throat> Super Dave Osborne is? Oh, soup, does he go by Super Dave? Yeah, Super Dave. Yep. Super but Dave. but where do I know him from? Like, I know I know who you're um, talking about, but... he I don't know what he was, like, on. Like, he was just this character, like, in, like, sketch shows and stuff. Yeah. He... Uh, he is a, he was a character in Kirby Enthusiasm. I can't think of the actor right now. Hold on, I have to look it up. To do this yeah, yeah. So oh, bad. okay. So this is okay. Oh shit! It just went away. He just died. He just passed away. Yeah. Bob Einstein, who just passed away in uh, January of last yeah. year. But yes, but uh, Bob Einstein played Super Dave. He, you know, he was it was a very funny character, and he's like a stunt, this dumb stuntman basically. Yeah. But um, versus another dumb stuntman, Rod. Rod. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be right. I knew you knew. I was like, almost going to let you say it because I feel like you knew. Hmm. All right. Well, this is... <laughs> I feel at a disadvantage because I don't know Super Dave as well. But, like, right. dude, Rod Kimball. Oh, my I mean, I know God. how much you love yes. Paul Rod. I love Rod. Like, so. <laughs> and I wish, I wish that I knew someone like Rod, like, that I could be friends with in real life. So I have to go with Rod here. <laughs> Him, there. I can't. The seriousness with which he competes with his stepdad is so fucking funny. <laughs> like it's so. I don't know. It's amazing. Um, but yeah. So that's it. Uh, what I've learned from this is that you you love Hot Rod, which I knew. You chose Creed over Rocky, which was surprising. And if given the opportunity, you would choose Airbud. It seems for most of your sports. Yeah, Airbud's pretty pretty <laughs> much a go to. He's a he's a versatile pup. Did you know? That like the Super Buddies series and all that are like Airbud spinoffs. Oh yeah, I've never seen any I, of them. I didn't even. The first movie is called Air Buddies, and it never connected with me that like, yeah, like Airbud, Air Buddies. I don't know. I just you know because it's like now there's like Space Buddies, and I just never oh, yeah. I don't connect Space Buddies to yeah. Airbud. But you yeah, know what I always I, you know what I like to think about though. Can you imagine being a kid and? going home and telling your parents that a dog out like out dribbled you like <laughs> or like stole on you you know what i mean like or imagine That's, watching yeah. your kid and you're like dude it's a fucking dog like this dog is all walking right. all nobody, over nobody nobody that's hilarious nobody's gonna get this joke unless they're from where we came from do you know do you remember nathaniel morris of course like he would hang around the park and play and st- basketball sometimes or try to he hit like he hit like two threes on like while Matt Latonich was guarding him and it was basically like uh, Airbud had just hit two threes <laughs> on him like we we like never like we didn't let him live it down yeah. it was the funniest fucking thing and he basically wanted to kill himself he knew it and yeah I feel like you can't go home and be like yeah I gave up the game winning shot yeah. like to a dog like literally to a dog you, like never come home again son <laughs> I know, but do you remember the the? There are two very dark and depressing. I know we're getting long. Let's say it quickly. Two very dark and depressing parts about the first Airbud movie, like the original. Do you remember them? Mm, not right now. Well, like okay, so the obvious one is one. Do you remember when he 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 makes the dog go away? He's like, oh, I don't yeah. even want you anymore. Okay, yeah. How do you not? That's literally. I can't think of it now without like one. Right. To cry. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna like. I'm me. such an animal, bro. He's. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't even. Why are you dog? And he's like the dog is playing fetch because he doesn't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but the other the other fucked up part is where the coach and it might be the kid's dad. I'm not sure, but the main character stumbles across like one of the like not as good players 
Remember the coach is throwing basketballs like at his face like over and over. Oh, at and his he's just like, face? "Come on, like be better, be better." Like basically, like the kid's like kind of he's like catching the balls, but not really. And I think he ends up with like a bloody nose because of holy it. shit. And it, no, it, yeah, yeah. It's just like it was just like fuck. And because I I think the Airbud part of it is like Airbud like does like a Timmy in the well thing to the main character. Like, come look at this. This kid's being abused. Basically, wait, 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 wait. wait. He's throwing balls at a kid or at the dog. The, no, the kid. I know. If it was a dog, it'd be the end of the world. I, I know. No, it was. I a know. Kid. I'm just saying. Like either way, like this is really bad. But like, if something like that happened right now, like you would get yanked. Like you would just get oh, like yeah. just straight to court. Like they wouldn't. Oh. It'd be, and then you would get sentenced to life, probably. Dude, I'm sorry, but like the idea of it being the dog instead of the kid. I, when he's like, "Come on, dog! Like, why aren't you catching these?" And I, just like throwing the ball. This dog. I, like I, I had my doubts that that could even possibly oh. be what you were saying, but <laughs> that's so funny. But no, it's the kid. It's just I remember like watching as a kid. I was like, damn. I'm, like I mean, even now. Yeah. But I'm gonna. I might. I might try to. Yeah, find I'm, it I'm gonna have to look this up for sure. <laughs> super fucked up. Uh, it is. Anyway, I know we're running along. I think we we super quick thing. If you want to do it still, because I can just say the name. You can just say the name if you want. Yeah, that's kind of. I don't. I don't have like much to it or whatever. Right, yeah, I have a couple cents. But let's say, hypothetically, you are given X amount of dollars to make a biographical movie about an athlete, like, have it made. Who is the athlete that you would have a movie made about? You want me to go first? Yes. Okay, I, mine was pretty easy. Like, it's, yeah, this might seem obvious, it might seem generic, but instantly, I don't want a documentary. I want, like, a movie about this kid's childhood and growing up. LeBron, honestly. Hell yeah. Like, just, like, LeBron grew up without a dad yeah. in a very poor area with his mom, obviously. Like, imagine, like, getting drafted at 18, you know, and whatever. Yeah, so LeBron. Yeah, for sure. Amazing. Dude, that would be, like, the, when I was talking about, like, Philly and stuff like that. Like, growing up, like, in Akron. And, or actually, mm-hmm. wait, did he... Oh, did he did he grow up in Youngstown? He I don't why well, could Or actually I think exactly I think he moved he between the two with okay. his mom because of I just, like work yeah. or something like that. That makes sense. I know so anyways, either way, like both whatever. Like just look at those two areas it's the same basically. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's terrible. Yeah. And I think he and he's like he's a good person. Like I like you you the fact that he he's so goofy and he could be so lame but yeah. you know he's like such a, like i think he's a good-hearted person so like to have that skill to overcome what he did to bring a championship to clean like every you know like his story is amazing yeah like how do you you know t- yeah so it's just so cool yeah definitely but uh who, who are you thinking um okay so i took a different route i wish i had something more inspirational um <laughs> i i went very serious with okay it. Sorry. so i want to see a like thrilling but it's still a biographical movie about Tiger Woods, but I I, I was gonna guess yeah that. like I want to see I want to see like the shit like I want to see him like yeah. getting caught I want to see his DUI like <laughs> I have always been a huge Tiger fan and so like I know his you know his like upbringing and his how he changed everything for golf I want I want to see where it all came crashing down because I I'm just it's I'm just so confused I guess. Uh, about like a person I thought I knew, or you know what I mean, right? Like, <laughs> like it, yeah, no, I get it. It's almost it's like okay, like I'm not gonna, I'm not, I am gonna compare them, but I'm not because Tiger didn't murder somebody. But the bizarreness with which like him and OJ, yeah. like I would watch a movie, you know, OJ is a very like people watch that show and stuff. Like I feel like also yeah, like you want to watch this Tiger Woods, I I would watch a movie about him because it's like how 
he was the great. He's interesting because he's the greatest. He's interesting because of what he did with like the hookers. He's interesting because he grew up what half Asian, half black yeah. to do to whatever like all this stuff. Like his father Eldrick, or is that his? No, Eldrick is his real name. Yeah, is he? Anyway, whatever. But like his father and all that stuff, like everything would be just yeah, it'd be super yeah. cool. So both of those movies that I'm sure we'll see in our lifetime. Like I, not, yeah, just, yeah not so. a doubt in my mind. I didn't realize Tiger Woods is only forty four. Also. I mean, that's that's wow. still, like... No, that's young for what he's been Yeah, doing. yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was surprised. I would have guessed, like, 55-ish, but... And I think what we should specify, we want to see... We don't want to see... A documentary would be fine, but I want to see, like... I want to see somebody cast as Tiger Woods, cast as LeBron. Yeah, like, I want to see a movie Yeah, I agree, them. yeah. And then put their picture, like, in the credits, like they always... <laughs> yeah, by the way, this is, this is that yeah. one. <laughs> God, imagine, like, explaining Tiger Woods... Or, I mean lebron james to someone like because you know how many movies have you seen where it shows an athlete and they're like so and so went on to win the however many championships or whatever Uh like imagine like being completely oblivious to who lebron james is and like watching a movie (laughs) right that's true wow lebron went on to (laughs) i don't know (laughs) (laughs) to learn more about lebron like yeah no there's not (laughs) you don't really need that all right that's all I got. I know this was a longer one. Definitely went down like some some really dumb trails. Like you brought up the Italian kids from Kicking and Screaming, and that turned into like <laughs> a ten minute talk for me. But <laughs> well, I mean, this the, your anniversary of watching this every year. You got to talk of about course. Kicking and Screaming. <laughs> but the theme the theme episodes, like I really enjoy doing these. So I hope that uh, anybody listening enjoys them. Um, they're fun to switch it up every now and then. I think I have a theme for our next one too. I don't. Do you want to tease it, or do you want well, to talk about it? I, that's what I, I could tease it. Uh, um, I mean, I'm down for whatever. Just, so, like, okay, if you're down for whatever, maybe I could tease. Let's just say, like, next episode should be fun because I imagine some bad films will be watched. Fuck yes. I can't say for sure, but I imagine we'll watch some bad films to talk about. Them. All right, so let's go. Sweet. <laughs> all right, so at Explosive Pod, make sure you follow the Twitter feed so you can see what the next episode is all about, what its theme is, whatever, whatever, and we'll see you in the next one. See ya.